welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. I'm Deborah. I'm here with Tracy. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Or morning. Or evening, whenever evening. you're listening when to this. Whenever you're listening. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Today, we want to talk about finding your session focus. Because if you don't find the focus, you're going to get lost in the weeds and it's going to affect your profitability. Profitability. So, profitability, right? So let me ask you a question. Do you want to make more money in your coaching business? Would you like to have a steadier, more reliable inflow? of new clients. Well, what if we told you that spending time and money on marketing is not the most effective way to make either of those happen? Truth. It's truth, right? So we want to dive into the importance today of session focus and how it's the critical but very often overlooked key to creating raving fans referral business and cha-ching for your divorce coaching practice. You know, now we know that individual coaching sessions are unique and they usually unfold organically. It's not something you can plan ahead for, but clients do get the best results when we follow a structure within each coaching session. That's intended to elicit action or elicit some change, right? They came to us because what they're doing isn't working. Yeah. Or they want to do it better. Or they want to do it better. More efficiently, right? They're experiencing some unintended consequences, right? And again, like we talked about last week, a coaching session isn't just a conversation. It's not just sitting around over a drink or coffee with your girlfriends, or your guy friends, it's not talk therapy, and it is not just a place to sit around and vent frustrations. It's not. No, no, it's not. It needs to be structured. Yeah, and and we don't want to beat you all over the head with this, but we're going to say it again and again and again and again. (laughs) Divorce coaching is defined as a future-focused, action-oriented process. Our goal is for our clients to leave a session with something of value, some tangible result that helps them take the actions needed to navigate their divorce and or co-parenting relationship, get to agreement, feel more empowered, make decisions they feel good about, de-escalate conflict, right? Work in developing skills to support them in navigating conflict Whatever it is, their desired outcome, future focus, goal-oriented action process, right? So over time, each of your client sessions add up to a coaching relationship that is truly transformative. 
where we, we, us as divorce coaches can help make a difference for those engaging in divorce, not only for themselves, but also for their children and their families as a whole, right? This value-driven service is great for your clients and good for your business. Yeah. Value. Good, good for your business. Yeah. Good for your business, right? Because let's talk about what happens when you said make a difference for them. When we deliver those tangible results time after time after time, not only are we changing divorce for families, but we're creating those raving fans who recognize, right? Who recognize because we're acknowledging and celebrating as they make progress. So they know how much we help them through their divorce process. So how often, raise your hand, we can't see you, but raise your hand, have you heard this? I couldn't have done this without you. I have lots of hands up. Lots of hands up, right? We we hear it all the time. So guess what? If you want to make money, if you want to build your practice, I need you to recognize this. The absolute best source of new clients is clients you already have. Current clients, current clients, current clients, right? This is, it's rely on it. This, this multiplication strategy, this should be your goal. This should be your goal to turn every existing client into three new clients. When we do our job well, it is free marketing. Free marketing. You don't have to spend all day making Instagram reels. You don't have to run Google ads. You don't have to do all of that. All you have to do is do your job well and you create raving fans. You do. And and we know, I mean, anybody who's listening here who knows me and Deborah knows that we are massive fans of grassroots marketing. And grassroots grassroots marketing is based on this concept that your clients are your best source of future clients, referrals, right? So you want every client that is interacted with you in their world, any person who they meet or talk to who says they're going through a divorce or thinking about a divorce, you want the words out of your client's mouth to their person say, you need to talk to Tracy. You need to talk to Deborah. Think about this. If 50% of people are going through divorces, then one, one out of every two people your client talks to. Yes. One out of two. One out of two, right? (laughs) Either has been divorced or is contemplating divorce. So they have an opportunity to drop your name and tell about their experience. Yeah. And and, duh. Duh. And let's go the opposite. Let's go the opposite. Okay. If your client did not get value out of that, maybe they had a lovely relationship with you. They they were able to, you know, share a lot of feelings and talk about their experience. And vent about their narcissist. Yeah, and really just, you know, they're horrible, 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 horrible. Okay. But they walked away with nothing else. Nothing else. They're no, they're no better off in their decision making process. They're still potentially stuck in conflict. They're really struggling and 
supporting that co-parenting relationship, nothing has changed for them. They haven't taken the steps to change. Okay. So now lost opportunity, even worse, if they say that, oh, yeah, they worked with a divorce coach, but didn't get any value out of it. Didn't see the, the, it was worth the money that they invested in it. Yeah. That message gets to seven people, right? Yeah. And not only is that about you, that's about the profession. Hurts the profession. And you know, I get very damn upset about that, Deborah. (laughs) You do. So uh, let's talk, let's go back to talking about the positive side, right? We know we save clients time, money, emotional energy, et cetera. When your client has that experience, when I go to a great restaurant that's new, I went to one a few weeks ago. I bet I've told 10 people about it. Yeah. When I find a new hairstylist or a new landscaper or a new massage therapist or somebody I have a great experience with, blah, 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 blah. I tell everybody I know because I want people I love to have a great experience too. Yeah. That's it. And it all starts, all of this develop, uh, delivering value starts with session focus, right? Yeah. And, and here we go. The power of session focus happens in the first five to eight minutes of your coaching session. Yeah. The first five to eight minutes. If you miss it, if you neglect to establish session focus, you are going to be going down lots of different paths with your client with no destination. No destination. You Which means you can't in, deliver value. Just driving in circles. Just driving in circles. Right. But that failure to set a course, right, keeps clients in the weeds. They they are unable to walk away with any clarity or action steps. So this is your responsibility. Yep, this is. I'm speaking to you, divorce coaches, your responsibility to help the client get the most out of their coaching session by establishing session focus. If the client doesn't know where they are going, how the hell will they know they got there? How will they know you helped them? Yeah. How will they know? So let's talk about why finding focus is essential. Okay. One, it helps the client stay focused and accountable to the session. Two, helps the client think about what they really want from their coaching session. Yes. What do I want? What? 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 I just came here. Three, helps a coach to do their job better. This framework, this structure actually helps you do your job. Okay. Four. Helps establish benchmarks for the client to note how things are progressing in their work throughout the session. Duh. (laughs) Okay. Five, helps the coach intervene if the client is getting off focus. Six, helps bring structure to the session. And seven, helps to demonstrate outcome and value for the client in session summary. So that first five to eight minutes, Mm -hmm. literally literally sets the tone and trajectory for the entire session 
all the way to the end of your 60 minutes or 75 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever it is that you coach in. Yeah, for sure. So let's walk through what it looks like to effectively establish that session focus. And we understand why it's hard. We understand why this feels difficult to do sometimes because you turn on the Zoom camera, you say, hey, Tracy, how's it going? And you hear the beeping. The dump truck starts to back up. Beep, beep, beep. Beep. The bed of the truck lifts and out come all the this and that, and this is wrong. And I hate this. And this is unfair. And, 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 and all the stuff dumps out and they're having big feelings and big problems and big conflicts and they're feeling overwhelmed. And there's oh. so much stuff. So it's, it, it's all now it's all scattered everywhere. Scattered everywhere. Oh, there, like it's like your toddler has been playing with Legos and they're everywhere and it feels overwhelming to clear it up or choose which one to start with. Yeah. And your client is feeling overwhelmed. And so we get that it is hard to ask them to choose. Yeah. But it's our job to help them through powerful questioning, right? Active and reflective listening. Yeah. And powerful questioning to help them identify what feels most urgent, draining, what's keeping them up at night, what feels most important, what would give them the most relief if they could get a solution to it, right? Probing into that, because in 50 minutes, if you try to talk about everything in the dump truck, you will make progress on nothing in the dump truck. Yeah. So here, when we we have the secret sauce for you, we, we do. Know. We do. Okay. Yeah. It is. It is. It is very clear, specific, and defined. Okay. We call it the GPS for success. Now, yep. I love GPS. GPS saved my ass. I used to get lost driving in New Jersey with all those bottleneck things, and I don't know. Okay. You get in your car, you enter your destination, you have to know what your destination is, you enter it, and then the GPS navigates you through that process. Okay, so we are doing that. We're setting a GPS. First step, gather information. That's your G, okay? So we just got that dump truck, right? We're gathering that information for our client. We gave them the opportunity to say, what's going on? How are you? How have you been? Okay, here it is. You need to be able to engage. Deborah, you just said this. Use your active listening skills. Reflect back, paraphrase, and summarize that you have heard the client, right? You do not need to verbatim say each word they said. Summarize words spoken as well as not spoken, sharing back with the client and checking in. You've acknowledged for the client that you heard them. We talked about that last week, right? How important it is for your client to feel heard. Okay. They, they're feeling heard. Prioritize the P of the GPS. This is where you are actively acknowledging that is a lot. And we will absolutely, in our work together, have time to address all those issues. But for our time today, what is most important to you? 
How would you like to spend our time? What would you like to focus on of all of those things that we just talked about? Okay. It is a direct ask. Yeah. It's an ask. You it's are. An ask. Okay. And this it's is not a tell. It's not a tell. Not a tell. Telling them what you believe to be most important. You're asking them on all of that. What would they like to, how would they like to spend their time? Okay. Because we have to pick a destination. The client is defining that destination. If we don't know where they want to go, how the hell will they get there? Okay. So we've got the priority. They came back. They said, okay, I'd like to, this is, you know, I'm really having a difficult time responding to all of these text messages from my co-parents. It elicits this immediate reaction and I just want to blow them up and it's not helping me. Great. Okay. You want to restate. So what I hear you saying is, is that you would like to focus on some communication strategies and in working with your co-parent to minimize conflict. And so you feel better. Yes. Get buy-in. Great. Now the S of the GPS. Strategize, strategize, strategize. Another direct ask. So if we were able to spend our time focusing on that, what would that look like for you? How would you know you've gotten there? How would you know we've been able to accomplish that? Okay. You are setting up the takeaway at the beginning of the session. Desired outcome. First, five to eight minutes. Five to eight minutes. Five to eight minutes. Yeah. So when we effectively use the GPS system and establish session focus in the first five to eight minutes of the session, right? And we're assuming you're having a one-hour session when we say that, okay? Um, So adjust accordingly. But when we're able to do that, the client is going to leave then feeling like they made progress. Because the S in strategy, you're going to say, what would it look like if you accomplished that? And then in your session summary, you're going to reinforce that you did that. And they're going to go, oh, I did that. So they're going to feel like they made progress and you're demonstrating your value proposition, right? And you're reinforcing that at the end of the session, noting any shifts in mindset, any shifts in behavior you observed, reinforcing that, right? The, the, they're doing a lot better job of communicating that you practice some texts and wow, you really noticed how they were able to uh, really use the BIF technique, whatever it is you're doing, right? So things we might notice are, I think you talked about a client who had always shown up kind of tearful and was really emotional about things. And then all of a sudden there was a day that they didn't. We yeah. point that out. I might point out, hey, this is the first session you didn't call them an a-hole. I'm not going to say that so that we don't get an explicit rating. Um, Right. Or I had a client the other day that we were in session. She picked up her phone and then just turned it over upside down and kept talking. And she said, ah, that was a text from him. And I, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. In the past, that would have ruined the whole rest of our session. Yeah. So I'm noting their progress, right? Those both small and large shifts. And large shifts. But as we acknowledge those with the client, we have to reinforce that for them. They might not notice it, but that's you demonstrating your value proposition. And over the course of your coaching relationship, your client will have moved from point A to point B or E or M or Z 
And that's when they'll tell you they couldn't have done it without you. Yes. Yes. And this all lays so squarely in the foundation of establishing session focus. Okay. I hope you can take a deep breath. This is something that we ask coaches to do. We train coaches to engage in this. We have an on-demand class on establishing session focus, setting your GPS for success. If this has uh, gotten you a little interested and you want to really focus on that skill for yourself, please do check it out. It takes a level of consciousness on your part. Okay. Yes. Our framework for our coaching conversations are organic, but they do require a level of consciousness on your part and mostly in that first five to eight minutes. When you're able to establish session focus, you are bringing value immediately to that client throughout your session, right? And again, that value equals and translates to money to money. And we want you to be successful. We want nothing more than your divorce coaching practice to be thriving, thriving. Okay. So take a step back. It might not be that Instagram real or whatever. I'm not a social media girl. Anybody who knows me knows that, right? But I do have the work that I do instilled in the value with my clients. And I am going to say it is because of session focus. So you can do it. You can do it. All right. Thanks so much for listening today. We look forward to welcoming you back next week with another really interesting topic. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.